podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. Look, I know it's different. It's been tough, hasn't it? And we're still at the moment only online as a church. But nevertheless, we are sharing, we are spending time communicating with each other, we're spending time in the Word, we're spending time worshipping, and that's the focus, that's the drive, that we keep our eyes fixed on Him. 2021 has arrived. Um, I think we were all pretty dead certain that 2020 was never going to end, but indeed it has. We were desperate to see that year go, um, and for good reason, to be quite honest. But of course, it isn't all perfect at the moment. There are things that are still very difficult, still restrictions in place. So we have to keep our eyes fixed on something far bigger and far better because we know don't we if we've learned anything things don't always go to plan you know we have so many plans don't we as human beings we're really good at setting out plans if you're anything like me you'll have a list of things that you'd like to do uh, things that i'd like to achieve over a week over a month perhaps even during the year. And that's not a bad thing, so I don't want you to panic. In fact, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 19 and verse 21, it says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Many are the plans in a per- person's heart. I can vouch for that. Many plans are in here, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And we can ask the question, well, what does that mean? Well, simply for a Christian, we might have all sorts of plans, but we start with God. So we bring those plans to him. We ask him what his purpose is, what his plan is for our lives. Even in the day to day, in the small things, we start prayerfully in the right place. And that's faith and obedience. Because we're asking God and we're asking God to guide us and to help our minds fix on better things, of things that are kingdom growing. And that's a good thing. We know, don't we, because we see it in his word, because we've experienced it, that God loves us. He showed us that he loved us through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask God because we know he loves us and we know he knows what's best for us. So we plan, but God determines the steps. And that is a great thing. Well, why? Well, because he knows what tomorrow holds. And I don't. And I'm pretty sure you don't either. God does. He knows what tomorrow holds. And when I think about these things and the plans and steps that need to be taken, I'm often drawn to Moses He was a man who didn't really want to lead, yet nevertheless God had singled him out as the man who was going to lead the Israelites out of captivity in Egypt under the slavery of the Egyptians. And in Exodus chapter 14, 
the Israelites get up and leave as God opens the gate. And they look to Moses for leadership and for guidance. And as I've already said, he, he never really asked for it. In fact, all Moses saw was injustice that he quite rightly hated. And Moses dealt with it in the way that was common to human beings. And truthfully, he dealt with it in the wrong way. His actions weren't great in any way, shape or form. He was taking seemingly a wrong path. And he got, well, a list, but it perhaps wasn't a very good list. Incredibly, though, as we read the account in Exodus 14, we can see that God breathed life into Moses' plans and raised him up to lead in the right way, not in Moses' strength, but in God's strength. And that right there is a great start. Not in Moses' strength, but in God's strength. You'll know the verse well, I'm sure, Philippians 4 and verse 13. A wonderful verse, as Paul pens, he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, we often associate that verse with God, move that mountain. I ask in Christ's name, in his strength, let's move the mountain. But actually, it's, it's far more intimate and it's far more intrinsic than that. Sure, we can ask for the mountain to move. But what it really means for us as believers on a day-to-day -day basis is I can face tomorrow the highs, the lows and everything else in between because I have Christ in my life. My life, the word says, is hidden in him. My life is in Christ and he is giving me strength through the Holy Spirit so that I can push on through tomorrow. And that is what it means when it says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can face anything. I, I might not want to, but I can face it because I know that Christ is with me. And this, I'm sure, is what Moses was tapping into. He knew that God was with him. Even when the, the situations that arose seemed impossible, Moses could be sure that God was with him. And also Moses was certain, I'm sure, that God knew who he was. He was absolutely certain who Moses was. He knew what drove Moses. He knew Moses' desires and his passions. He knew Moses' ambitions. He knew Moses' limitations. And God used him nevertheless. And as we look through the word of God, we can see that God knows us too. He knows me and he knows you. You may not even fully know yourself, but I can tell you because the word says so that God knows you and he knows you fully. In fact, the psalmist writes in 100, Psalm 139, and if you'll allow me, I'll read this for you again from the NIV. Psalm 139 and verse one says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out, my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. 
You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I set, rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. The psalm goes on, but I just want to hold there. You see, how amazing is that what we read? He pieced you and I together in our mother's womb. So we can be absolutely sure today that he knows us. He knows you. He knows what you need and he knows when you need it. You could say it's what he does. Now, you wouldn't tell a baker how to bake, would you? And you wouldn't tell a surgeon where to cut because that would just be outrageous. Yet, we tell God, don't we, that we know best when it's quite obvious from his word that we absolutely do not know what's best. So we can summarise, can't we, these first few moments today. Plans don't always go to our plan, but nothing surprises God. You know, as I've already said, and you're already aware, we've stepped into a new year. But it's a new year with further restrictions, and obviously there's a long road ahead. Our plans have been scuppered at every single turn. But you know who wasn't surprised? God. He was not surprised at any turn. But God is on it. He's always been on it. He's got it. He's always had it. He's making, and we've said this before, he's making faith-filled obedient and resilient disciples. That's the prayer, isn't it, for you and I on our day-to-day -day walk with the Lord. We want to be faith-filled, obedient and resilient disciples. We're ready. Ones that won't turn and run away. Ones that won't wish that they could turn back as the Israelites so desired, as you see the account in Exodus 14. But disciples who are willing to get their feet wet, to follow the path, even though when we look to the left and the right, we seem hemmed in and there's nowhere for us to turn. Obviously, in these moments, church, we've still got lessons to learn. And God is graciously helping us to learn those lessons in these difficult moments. The new year is here and we have to say at the outset, God, where can we learn? God, where can we grow? 2021 has the potential to change everything. God said 
through Isaiah in chapter 43. And again, I'm going to read this from my NIV Bible. Um, in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19, he said this, Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past, see I am doing a new thing. Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past, see I am doing a new thing. And this verse, these verses point to the redemption of humanity through Jesus Jew and Gentile, doesn't matter who we are, but rather Christ has come for all who have put their faith and their trust in him. The Bible says to us, don't dwell on the past. God raised up for us a saviour, a, a, a saviour for all humanity in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have just celebrated the fact that Jesus was born. We've just enjoyed those moments but now, church, we have to stay the path. We have to stay the path. We look to him for our strength today and our hope for tomorrow. We don't give the enemy ground in our hearts because there's no space for him because it's full of God. I want to leave you today with a psalm. Psalm 27 and verse 4. It's a psalm that David wrote and it's such a great place for us to focus our minds at the beginning of a new year. And I wondered perhaps whether this was something if you're a highlighter in your uh, Bible or you're an underliner, whether you've got this highlighted. If you haven't and you don't mind doing that, then go ahead and do it because it's a great reminder. And sometimes when we're looking for something in scripture, we can be drawn to a verse because we've highlighted it. And in Psalm 27 and verse 4, David says this. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord, and to seek him in his temple. We want to live like that, don't we? That's our prayer as we step into this new year, church. We want to live like that, focused on better things in a better place, focused on better things in a better place, yet we are ready for action here when God says it's time to step. Let's pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that we have been able to step into a new year. And we just pray, Lord, that you would help our hearts to focus on what your word has said to us this morning, today, Lord, that you'd encourage us, that you'd bless us, that you'd strengthen us, that, Father, we would know that we have met together in the presence of a living God. And I just ask that you'd be with us, Father, that you'd guide us, that you'd protect us over these coming days and weeks and months ahead. Father, you'd just help us to stay focused on you, that our hearts would be drawn to your word and to learn and to grow so that we'd be ready, Lord, when you call, that we'd be ready to step. 
So just be with us, Father. Strengthen us, we pray. We ask all of these prayers in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.